listening to the High Noon Podcast with your hosts, Mason Smith and Andrew Vickers. There we go. A little bit of technical difficulties. We got a very special guest today. This is one of my favorite Boston comics. He's headline Nick's. Great guy. Little scary at times, you would think, but super nice. Everybody welcome Chris Post. <laughs> Mason Vickers, thanks for having me, man. Hell yeah, dude. Here. A little bit scary at times is actually the way you introduce me often. Uh, you're a little scary at yeah, times? Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. About I don't know what I anyone know. would be scared Vickers, of. Because you got that Columbine hair. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know, <laughs> I, I, I think true. Dylan Harrison, uh, uh, those kids had, had a similar I hair do look stuff. like yeah. I take notes on everyone yeah, I meet. You look like you sure. got a duster in your closet somewhere, <laughs> man. Yeah, I totally don't. Oh, that would be weird. You probably have one. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> Damn Dude, it. Chris, you're actually the... I don't know if this is the same for you, but you're the first comic I saw headline at Nick's. Oh, this no was last year, I think. Oh, okay. Was yeah. it over the summer that you did most recently? Sure, sure. It was, uh, yeah, uh, last August. So, yeah, almost a year ago. Uh, yeah. yeah, thanks for coming. Oh, yeah. yeah it was a lot of fun. It was yeah, a that show. was good. Thanks. It man. was an exciting exciting night to be there, too, because, I don't know, it was like a huge deal. Like, we, we had started the, the spring. Yeah, we hadn't even hit a year at that point. And we've talked about other, we've talked with about this with other comics but we didn't even know all like the venues in the city at that point oh okay and then going to Nick's was like a kind of like a big deal oh yeah yeah so it was a fun show to be at man. thanks man yeah it's funny you mentioned that Nick's was definitely uh, you know uh, before I started you know getting into comedy myself I, I would just go to the studio I don't, I, I don't think I ever went to Nick's until I was actually you know doing stand up uh, myself where, where did you start off going to Mike's at uh, Middle East, uh, yeah, that was uh, my first, uh, you know, ro- any first like checkbox. Rob, I owe to Rob Green. Yeah. Oh, uh, cool. First mic, first book show, just first piece of advice. First, yeah, uh, you know, love Rob to death. Um, but yeah, yeah, the Middle East, which I think went belly up before you guys started the old one. I, old? I've never gone there for comedy. I've only gone yeah. there for music stuff. The old one yeah. with Rob. I saw Alien right, Ant Farm there. Started, yeah, and now it's the, the other one. Yeah, yeah, at 730. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was a rough mic, uh, but, it, but it was kind of... Sally know. O'Brien's rough or worse? I would say worse. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I mean, pick your poison. You <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the thing about Sally's is like you could... You know, usually get people to listen to you, uh-huh. but, but then they would just stare at you while you bomb. Yeah, but right. You know, the Middle East. I mean, if you could get people to just stop listening to the music and actually listen to your jokes, there was right, music. They, was they played music the while you while you did the comedy. So it was sandwiched in between, you know, a downstairs club and an upstairs club. Uh, and there's also a, a, a restaurant, sometimes a dance uh, area called Zuzu right next to it. It's still there. Uh, just no one goes there uh, anymore. I don't think uh so it, there was just so many distractions and, and you know it was right out on mass ave and there's that clear glass window oh yeah and yeah yeah I, I remember one time i think uh someone was on stage and a woman literally like lifted up her shirt and pushed her breasts up against the window um and, instead of that i mean it probably and, got the biggest laugh of the night too yeah probably. well it got everyone's attention <laughs> that was definitely, that was definitely oh, what i remember the most so yeah i, I started at the yeah the middle east was my first and then um you know, you guys have a, a well. Actually, none of us have any luxuries right now. No one's doing comedy, but I mean, uh, we can pretend it was before pre-pandy. Yeah, sure. Uh, 
so many new venues I've you know started in the past like five years. New rooms I mean, and I'm, stuff. I'm seven years in. I mean, there was maybe two bar shows when I started. You know, the bar shows were not as as. Uh, I don't want to say lucrative. That implies you make money. Uh, yeah, right. Not but as the, prominent. You can as, go to one like every night. Exactly. You yeah. have a, there's a bar show every night of the week uh, outside of uh, quarantine. Obviously, um, you know that that was not always the case. You know, when I struck my first year, I would do mics and hang out at the studio or IB, and yeah, that that was the extent of it. And Dick Doherty's a little, which I think folded before you guys started. It did, yeah, I don't yeah. know that one. Uh, and and yeah, studio was in uh, Chinatown, right? Or, no, it was in Harvard Square. Oh, yeah, that's uh, I'm, but, but above a Chinese restaurant, exactly, right? Exactly, the Hong yeah. Kong. Uh, that was, yeah, kind of where I, uh, yeah, that, that was the first uh, show, room I did, really. That and the gas uh, were the first show, you know, oh, okay. shows I, I st- steadily did. When, um, when you first started doing comedy, did, mm-hmm. you, did you know that there were... Um, well, you mu- yeah, I guess you would. So we started at the studio, and I didn't know that you could go to open mics at bars. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, like, I had no... I thought you could only go to the comedy studio on Tuesday yeah, night. Yeah, we, so, we talked about this with someone else, but basically, if you Google open mic comedy Boston, mm-hmm. which is what we did... Yeah. The studio is one of the only things that comes up. That's right. wild. Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose that, that makes sense if you... Um, there used to be Sean Carter used to keep up more of a formal list, but uh, he did Sally's right. He took it over from I think Mike Kaplan. Uh, he did, or Josh Gondelman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but who took it over from Mike Kaplan? Yeah, right. So there was Sally's Middle East. Um, yeah, but I, I, I guess you know outside of the uh, the bars like web and some of the web bars websites don't even plug that stuff. Uh, right. Know, I, I used to have a bar show in Winter Hill. They they, they didn't plug it on their website either. Yep. So and you, know. you did that every Thursday, right? It uh, wasn't a mic. That was a show. <laughs> uh, you, I guess you could say it was what passed for a show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was people uh, that were booked. Yeah. A, a comic friend of mine uh, uh, said, uh, this is the only open mic with drink tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the last one of those, I think, that you guys had right yeah. before shot. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no. It, it was fun. Food it, was good. Yeah, the, f- the food was fantastic. The beer was great. I... I Used to joke that the beer was what kept me hosting that show because yeah. I didn't have to pay for beer. At oh that. fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> but which is a blessing and a curse because yeah. Then, then one night like then you gotta sit in your car for an hour to like you know uh, you know sober up. But uh, yeah. um, but it, you know rooms like that uh, it's uh, it's bittersweet because you're, you're you're dying on stage because the room is so spread out and and, and you know half half the people I just want to watch don't the even TV know in the yeah. Night. But then they make you better because then you're, you know, the next night you're at a, a room where you have everyone's attention mm-hmm. and you just feel like you're gliding because yep. you, you, you're just, yeah. So you're like, hey, at least I'm not in that other shithole. So, right. Yeah, it it's makes you out. really appreciate it. Yeah, it does. And it does make you better. It makes you loose. And, and mm-hmm. you know, and just, yeah, hosting too, you know, just hosting crap like that. And then the nights you're not hosting crap, you, you, you feel just loose as fuck. Right. Yeah. And you have a... Um, surprisingly well developed surprising insofar as I know it's hard to do well developed like style in your comedy was that something that you like went in you were like oh I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna joke about such and such dark thing or such and such struggle or whatever and yeah I like the dark stuff (laughs) Uh, no no I I didn't start that that way at all Uh, I 
Oh God! If if you <laughs> if you made me do my my first five first open mic set, uh, oh, like if you put a gun to my head and said do your first five, I'd be like fire away. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because I've I've got a bunch of stinkers. <laughs> yeah, probably most of it. <laughs> um, yeah, there's this. Uh, you, you guys know Sean Connolly, right? Yeah, he uh, he does this. That's uh, his neighbor. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I down the street. Oh, nice. Uh, he fucks his dogs. <laughs> That's what I do with his dogs, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a fun way to find out Sean has dogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, that's fucked up. I've been over there a few times. I'm just drunk every time. Uh, yeah. anyway. <laughs> Chris is like, I know those dogs. Yeah. <laughs> now, now it's not so funny. I'm actually going to get out of here. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway. But, uh, yeah, Sean actually has this show called Hot Dog out in Worcester. Yeah. And uh, there's kind of a Wheel of Fortune premise to it. Spin the wheel. And if you uh, and one of them was uh, you have to do your first joke ever. And I had to go bullet on that show. And, uh, oh, my God. It, 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 I, I told it. And, like, I was like, all right, guys, just remember, this is four years old. And that didn't buy me any credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it didn't crowd. get better with time. Yeah. And, and the crowd was still gave me this look like even four years ago. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's nothing better. Yeah. I fucking, which obviously we're both like new to all this, mm-hmm. but like we've, I feel like we've done enough shows to get to see some funny shit. Yeah. And like, I think it's so funny when you do a joke and like no one laughs, but you see one person that's disgusted and they're just like, yeah, the, um, like the nerve, the worst thing I ever got. Uh, oh God, I was bombing so bad. You know, I mean, you guys talk about, you know, and thank you for the compliment, but yeah, when you do dark stuff, subject matter, you, you're walking a tightrope between the people laughing and the people being like, uh, like uh. I'm concerned, and, and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm getting my ass handed to me one night um, at this bar show, and I hear this woman in the back, like, just after, you know, just a complete cricket, uh, you know, response, uh, just some woman in the back just goes, I'm really concerned about you, and it was just like... And, you know, and sometimes you can at least glide on the crowd laughing to that. But everyone just kind of, like, nodded along, like, yes. Like, I also like, had, When's the last time you talked to your yeah, parents? Yeah, <laughs> like, And I was just like, oh, fuck. And, and, and it sucks. I don't care who you are. There is no saver in that situation. No. There is no... You know, uh, I've got this in my back pocket. Uh, no. to, to, if you, you know, did, that'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can't Johnny Carson or Conan O'Brien your way out. Oh, like, that's a oh, good point. You know, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, because you can't just be like, "No, guys, I'm fine." Yeah, otherwise you they're like, "Pull yeah. out the rock." Hey, what's so, up, yeah, crowd? It's it's basically like, I'm here to bomb. Like, but the thing I always, you know, I've always said like. Yeah, I mean, unless you get a little early, do your time still. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, there's kind of something uh, still endearing to me, you know, if I see someone, you know, getting it handed to them. But, you know, <laughs> me. It's like, I didn't see, but it's like, you know what, I didn't see the light yet, and, you know. Yeah, because, that's uh, You know, it's like, kind of, take your lumps, you know. Dude, that's. It's part, it's for your own growth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's something that I've always, tri- we talked about this all the time, is like, mm-hmm. If I've got five minutes, I'm not gonna bail on it. Yeah, I'll just keep going. And if I'm, it's just silence, silence, yeah. silence, silence. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> all right. But also, you know, depending on what what the stakes of the show is. Uh, well, know. I haven't been on anything that was worth anything, so <laughs> you know, stakes have been pretty low. Yeah, the <laughs> only ones that have been important to me personally were when I got to do Capo in front of Will Noonan. We're just so. kidding for all the for all the prestigious, which people I believe does not have a cover show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a free show. Yeah. It's a good show. It's a good show. It's an outstanding, and he so, has great uh, people on it. That um, is, uh, yeah, that is probably. Uh, please keep booking me. So <laughs> funny that yeah, uh, going to Capo is probably the healthiest 
weirdest uh, behavior I've ever uh, demonstrated in hanging out in South Boston. <laughs> that was my. Yeah. That's my favorite. Uh, that, in my opinion, it was my biggest milestone in my short, short time of doing comedy. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. getting to get booked on more than one. Yeah. Well, Noonan's a sweetheart. Like, oh, that. he's it, great. It's, he it's just important. did the the weekend show we oh, did. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's important. To, you know, that's another important. I think part of the process is if once you're getting better, you know, remember that. You know, senior comics with seniority, you know, maybe of course. they saw potential and you looked out for you and it's important you pay that forward in kind. You know? 100%. So, yeah. I think respect and like this whole like one thing that I try to do a lot and I don't even I just I do this in life is respect. Mm-hmm. Like when I go to a, a new shop, like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a welder, do metal fab and shit. When I get hired at a new company, I'm not going in there dick swinging, running my mouth. I'm going in there with respect and meeting everyone, finding out who knows what, this and that. And I put that in my comedy. Sure. Uh, to, or I mean, as far as offstage mm-hmm. with meeting people and being respectful and nice to everyone. Because you don't know. There's been times where I'm talking to a comedian mm-hmm. who I didn't know mm-hmm. and later find out that they're a 12-year comic yeah. <laughs> who runs multiple shows. Yeah. And it's like you just and you're need like, to, oh, if, I, if I'd known that, I wouldn't have called you a cuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it's like, it's good to just be just be nice to everybody, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. funny you say that because I, now I think I see my problem. I go into every job interview with dick out and swinging. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they didn't. You're going to get me too, my friend. They didn't like it. Well. In this climate. Yeah. I guess you can't get canceled, though. It's not like we have a career. No, I mean, uh, very few do right now. Yeah, Yeah. well, that's funny, you know, because my my, my company, they were like, uh, you know, so what's comedy like, uh, you know, during all this? And I was like, oh, I've done some Zoom shows and stuff Oh, talk about that. Oh, okay, yeah. Tell us about, that was my next question. I was going to see if you did any. But, uh... You know, they were like, oh, so, you know, is the is the pay the same? And I just started laughing right in their <laughs> face. So it was like... Uh, pay? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, that's, you know, outside of quarantine, certainly. But still, yeah, again, I, I wasn't making a living out. You, you had comedy. a day job uh, before, yeah, right? I did. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I made, you know, some decent secondary income. Oh, uh, yeah, of uh, course. Comedy, but no, I, I certainly I was not making uh, a, a living at it. Right, yeah, right. You know, some, but... Uh, you know, some bills getting paid, but definitely not. Yeah, it was a help. You were getting yeah. some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I'm sure you got, you know, if anything, free booze to run a bar show. That's cool, too. Well, I mean, that's probably my biggest, you know, expense anyway. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And my lady drinks Makers, which isn't the cheapest oh, of the bourbons. Man. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I got some Makers right below you oh, if you want to take oh, a swig. Oh, I do. That's the problem. Have at it, buddy. <laughs> Maybe a little later. Yeah. I, uh, you yeah. know, I made up a saying. I'm going to make shirts out of this. Yeah. This is mine. I coined it. I own it. If you ain't boozing, you losing. Yeah, that's uh, and and you know, Mason, I can't stress enough how proud we all are of you for having come up with that. Oh boy, you know what you need? Oh, that could be your catchphrase on the stage. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. When we get back, when we get back, go wrong. I've signed it off every show. (laughs) Hey. If you ain't boozing, you losing. You know, I, I'm sorry to say I heard it in Larry the Cable Guy's voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's okay. <laughs> if you ain't boozing, you might be a redneck. Um. Well, so what's it? Dude, so I've been a very staunch against, which I have a, there's a big difference in, in you're seven years in. Mm-hmm. I was only about a year and some change. Sure. So for me, I was more into, let's sit back. Relax, keep doing the podcast, mm-hmm. 
uh, maybe try to come up with some new material mm-hmm. and just wait for shit to come yeah, back. Yeah, because at this point I, for us, it's going to be essentially like starting over. Right, if, and, and then producing happens. a show. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I did that. That was mm-hmm. great. Really good turnout. But I just... I've been offered. I've been asked to do Zoom shows, and then you know, th- then you see the open mic Zoom shows, and I have not done one. Cause I mean, I was barely doing it. Any not doing it. I was going four and th- four and five nights a week, but I was having a hard enough time going up in front of a real audience. I'm not gonna sit at my house and do it on a internet show. So what's that like? So before I, I say that, yeah, I would say I, I don't think I'm I'm. As long as you're not, I think my position on, on doing comedy in in throughout this pandemic is as long as you're not hurting anyone, you know, do it. I'm not gonna. Oh no judge no no! It. I didn't. Oh no! Yeah, not, have I'm at not, it. I'm not implying you are. Uh, yeah. So I guess, you know, I think everyone's trying to survive right now. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I was talking to some comic about it. I mean. You know, the release of doing a Zoom show, it's like, you know, drinking Listerine to get drunk. It's uh, yeah, Okay, so not, it's yeah. rough. Yeah, uh, and I think for the most part in any, and I've only done one outdoor show uh, throughout this. Uh, I've had two canceled, but, but um, you know, it, it, it's nothing we do during this is going to be the same as, you know. Of course. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So I, I guess, you know, we're all... You know, in a way, a lot of us are just junkies looking for a fix. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I get and, that. And so, yeah, if you know, I, I know some people are like, you know, you're doing Zoom. Some, so I, I would say do it. Just you know, is going to help sustain you and keep you treading water so you come out of this. All right. If now, you need it. Yeah. Now I've all, I've done probably less than ten Zoom shows throughout this whole thing. Maybe yeah, I don't know, between five and ten. Um, but I write. Almost every day. Oh, good uh, for you, dude. Oh, thanks. But uh, are you writing topical shit? Like, how do you write when you're not doing anything? Um, I, I'd like to do just you know stream of conscious sometimes and just okay. you know I, oh god you know let me let me punch myself in my own face right now for say journaling but you know like yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but free write you yeah. get some gold in there if you're if, when, even so, if you're being serious sure, right? sure. When, when you do writing because that's interesting because like Rogan talks about how he um just writes and writes and mm-hmm. writes yep. And then just goes back and trims like sixty percent of it. So yeah, what I'll is do, that what you do? Yeah, what I'll do sixty percent. That's generous, but well, <laughs> yeah, I'll say 90. ninety. Yeah, 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 whatever. So yeah, I, I still go uh, pen to paper. Uh, that's what I I do that too. I like to go pen to paper, and then at the end, uh, I'll take a highlighter and just go over anything I have, and then like after, uh, you know, I mean, normally, uh, a I've been writing a lot more in quarantine than I would normally just because I don't know I'm 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 getting more sleep cuz I'm not out at a bar every night and, Is your uh, material turning out to be a lot of corona quarantine or uh, no I, it, it would start in some places with that but uh you know in in the end I, I think your best weapon is your own life and experiences so, Of course yeah yeah yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And try and you know expand on that and uh you know, so yeah, I talked about yeah getting engaged during you know I've been congratulations. Thank you. Thank oh, you. I had no idea. No, no thanks. Oh, yeah. congrats, dude. Thanks. I congratulated him when I saw it. Thank you. Oh, yeah. damn. Fuck you, Vickers. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here, yeah. bait it, loser. You'll never do my unpaid bar show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn it. Uh, that was the whole point of you coming here. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, grease me up so maybe you can come by and do seven dude, minutes yeah, in, exactly. in twenty twenty one in winter hell. That, yeah. no, let's don't lie to the poor boy. You know you'd only let him do three. And a half. 
<laughs> Congrats, dude. Fuck yeah. Thank That's you, awesome. man. Uh, any advice, Mason? <laughs> uh... No. No. <laughs> that, that's encouraging. I, I have some things that you're going to hear. You're yeah. going to hear from now until you get married. You're going to hear, oh, when's the date? You're, mm-hmm. you're going to hear that a lot. Yeah. And then you're going to hear like, oh, what's his name? Mm. Uh, <laughs> dude, mar- marriage is very... Oh, here's a cla- I got a classic one. So I worked in the Boston, in the shipyard. And one of the guys I worked with was from like Revere. And uh, I mean... Classic. I, the guy's like almost 60. Mm-hmm. Thick. It's like talking to a guy that's in a movie mm-hmm. that does the accent, but except for it sounds good. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, I come back from my honeymoon and he goes, hey, Mason, you got the, what did he say? He goes, you got the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and now you get the suffering. <laughs> oh, that's just exactly the type of joke. <laughs> That you would crack up that. Yeah. So, From so, the beer, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, so you'll get that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. What? Yeah. But, uh, so, but uh, do you have any? You're married, too. You got any advice? Fucking uh, laugh at me. Advice. No, of course I don't. Uh, have advice. I, I, I mean, you know, other than the classic happy wife, happy life, you mm-hmm. know, I don't really got anything. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, you, is she close with her family? Yes, yeah, and uh, and they're good people actually. Oh, like, okay. Well, I, that I actually good. like my. Uh, I love my in-laws uh, to be. I was about oh, yeah. to say I I I mean, actually, I'll just tell my mom don't listen to this one. I uh, love I love my in-laws way more than my parents. Now this is this <laughs> and is as far actually, as a as far as a like uh, being around them standpoint. Sure, and yeah. my parents love my wife. Ten times more than they love me. So yeah, I think right. It's well, see, on my on my dad's <laughs> side, they they think Carrie's like a uh, just like so far gone liberal left that they don't uh, even know what to think of her. That's hilarious. You know, they're just like you know Carrie. You know, lives in a world of rainbows and butterflies, and we don't even know what to think of her. She's from Jersey. Like, oh, what's a, going on? You know, the god, the god north of the Mason Dixon yeah, is know. godless. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if I had, that's one thing. You married a Yankee? If Holy shit! You should have been at the table when they found out she was Catholic. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's gross. I, I for, oh man, yeah. So I mean, I uh, yeah, I, I know so little about Arkansas. Like I, I forgot. <laughs> like yeah, being like a non wasp is edgy, right? Like, yeah. Oh, so I mean, we've we've talked about this, but mm-hmm. um, t- so when I was growing up, if you were Catholic, you were. Most likely Mexican. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like yeah. there were no, there were no white Catholics. Right. And the one white Catholic kid that I graduate that I grew up with, mm-hmm. no one even. It was a very hush. They didn't talk about that they were Catholic, yeah. and it was like. And then you would start through little league because we played baseball together. You would hear parents being like, "Oh, you know that so and so's parents. They're they're that's why they got all those kids. They're all these Catholics. They, like they don't they don't clothes. believe in birth. You know we're over here. You know because it's Methodist, Baptist, Pentecostal, and then non denominational. Right. That's you know mm-hmm. regular Christians. Yeah. You know <laughs> well, being Catholic being Catholic in the South is essentially like being Amish. You're like homeschooled. You make your own clothes. You're very my yeah, yeah. and and mo- and uh, it was just not a thing. Mm-hmm. You know so. When I when we moved back to Arkansas together, she came with me, and uh, we're at Sunday dinner, and she's like, "Oh, I was raised Catholic," and you would have thought she said she fucking killed someone. Jesus. I mean, it got silent, and it was just like, oh. "Wow!" And I'm like, "Guys, you do realize there's a whole part of this country that's 
Irish Catholic, Italian Catholic. Yeah. Catholic's a big deal. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. So, so do your folks ever come up here to visit or what? Uh, my mom does. My mom doesn't give a sh- My mom's like a very la-di-da, like mm-hmm. just, oh, Carrie's great. My mom loves my wife. Oh, that's good. And so that's all, my mom, that's all fine. She comes and visits. Mm-hmm. Uh, her husband stays in Arkansas and he doesn't ever leave the house. Mm-hmm. He's got his arsenal. And he's just waiting for the just, government just, to come uh, take his guns. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Uh, what, is Ruby Ridge Part 2? Oh, what? dude, they just sent me pictures. My mom sends me a picture of my stepdad yeah. holding an AR-15 and was like, look what I got. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. super into, like, guns. Which, my dad's into guns, but not in the sense of having guns that he wouldn't use to hunt with. Oh, okay. Like, my dad's, like, a, a redneck and mm-hmm. a survivor and, like, you know, loves the out... He's an outdoorsman, mm-hmm. but it's legal. By the book, he doesn't need an AR-15. He's yeah. got a three oh eight and a thirty odd six and mm-hmm. a shotgun, and then he's got his concealed pistol. Yeah. Dude, I mean, a three oh eight will fuck you up worse than that. I mean, there's plenty of liberals that... You know, I mean, you, you go up to Vermont, and, and it's... Uh, you can be a liberal and pro-Second Amendment. It's yeah, a thing. which like, that's you know, how Bernie, I... Bernie I'm, Sanders is pro-Second yeah. Amendment. Uh, I have no yeah. problem with Second Amendment, but yeah. I do have... And this isn't a problem. I don't have a problem. I find it weird and a waste of money for people to buy AR-15s. MC, why? Why? Yeah. You're, yeah. you're not doing anything Once, with it. Yeah. It's just like, why even it's, have it? It makes no sense even for, like, home defense. Like, no, because... What are you going to do? And, I, and I'm in big support of having one 9mm pistol or a Glock or whatever you sure. want under your bed. Have it right there. Boom. Whatever you want. Yeah. But why would you want a machine gun? That's probably, you know, maybe, I, th- I think there's... People still, enjoy the hum- shooting guns. Well, I think there's a Hummer analogy to it, too. You know, the guy who's hung like a light switch. That just, you know, <laughs> He's like, look at this. Yeah. Look at this. Um, but going back to uh, just, yeah, writing in, in quarantine. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, writing about getting engaged, writing about just, uh, you know, the, the toll it takes on mental health. You know, the, there's a lot of mental health issues in my family, so I'll, I'll write, you know, I'll write about that and right. just uh, how that's being affected. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't help but not write about quarantine right now. Um, and uh, But, you know, also because it encourages you to just, you know, keep your act fresh, too. Because I, I, was, I was getting ready to do a show last month, and I'm going through, you know, just like, you know, my, my, my you know, tighter jokes. And, uh, you know, one of them was like, oh, so I was in an Uber the other night. It's like, no, you weren't. <laughs> no, it was in a fucking <laughs> oh, Uber. You know how many people have been in an Uber the other night in this fucking... Co- like, yeah, it's <laughs> right. like, All the yeah. ones that died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, you know, everyone in the crowd like, no, you weren't. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, don't true. Shit, That's so, a good point. Yeah, you can't help but write what's happening in your life. So, obviously. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, keep writing, but, uh, yeah, keep it original. Keep it uh, personal, uh, I guess. I agree with that for sure. I I enjoy personal comedy, and, and, like, my favorite style is storytelling, (laughs) and that's, like, my goal to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I much would rather hear people do personal material than topical stuff. Yeah, uh, I I think I agree with that. Uh, Most of... um, you do a lot. I feel like if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. most of your stuff is personal stuff. I would say it's ninety percent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I, that's one of the. Re- I mean, I've always. You were one of the first comics that when I started doing comedy, I was like, because I kept seeing you at Thunderbar, yeah. and I never real. I never realized you because I had not talked to you, uh-huh. you know. And I'm just like, man, like 
this guy's here every Thursday, yeah. and he does his shit. And then I didn't know you were doing your your bit and then leaving to go to a show. I never knew. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't because you know this is all stuff you don't realize when you're starting mm-hmm. that there people are doing multiple sets in a night, right. hitting a mic so that they can prepare for a show. Sure. It's not something you notice. And you were one of the guys I noticed that would come in, do your set, and just leave. Mm-hmm. And I never got that, but I always thought you were funny. And I oh, and then thanks. and then I saw I'm like. I told. I think I hit you up. I'm like, dude, fucking that Chris Post guy is headlining Knicks. We gotta go. <laughs> right. yeah, and then right. we both came and saw you headline Knicks. Yeah, thanks. You know, uh, it's so funny you mentioned that night about Knicks because uh, you know a lot of my material are about you know just you know you know getting fucked up with you know my friends and stuff like that. And literally, like two of my most like hedonistic fucked up friends showed up that night yeah you kept telling that one guy to shut the fuck up yeah yeah my, my friend Swanee who I, I doubt even has Wi-Fi, so probably won't listen to this ever but uh, uh, he's um, one of those late guys you were talking about he's yeah, got he's a, like a go phone lake. yeah nah, he, he's a he's not a late guy but yeah he's definitely uh, just uh, he's yeah so, uh, a guy of many vices yeah um but uh, yeah, it, it was just like like you didn't get it, and uh, and it was weird. Towards the end, it mm-hmm. seemed like you were like legit, like stop fucking talking. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and someone thought I, w- I was joking because I was like, when did you get out on bail? And like that was, that wasn't even a joke. I was like, oh. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I actually have a story about him that I've, I've been trying to, you know polish into a bit for years oh, but yeah. it's just like it's kind of like unless you got like you gotta have a really just yeah warped uh, yeah, I, I would like, probably like it yeah probably yeah <laughs> you know like it's you know, like, you know when you're visiting your friend in jail and yeah like, oh yeah I can relate you know, most of the crowd's like no I, I, what the fuck are I you don't you, you mean you know people who've gone to jail yeah see if I had my my sound bit that would have worked <laughs> perfectly yeah. I want to have a, a jail door slamming <laughs> Well, it's so funny you mentioned Thunderbird too, because I always, like uh, you know, bless Owen's heart for just all the garbage he has to listen to. Yeah, right. That thing. I mean, and uh, I love that mic though. Oh sure, sure. Thunderbar's, uh yeah had a lot of good times there, but uh, yeah, Owen too. Owen's great. Owen uh, Owen's fantastic. He's uh, you know he and I started around the same time. So, but yeah, oh cool. So, yeah, yeah. We just had Brandon Valley on uh, a week before last. Oh, love me some Brandon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little dirty little joke, Peggy. Yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you something funny about Brandon too. Um, uh, so, were you guys? Yeah, I think he stopped doing the Bad Bad Show before you guys started. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, he had the show called the Bad Bad Show. Um, yeah, it was kind of uh, a Thunderbar spinoff. He used to do it in Thunderbar, but then. Uh, he and I think uh, Killian took it over to this uh, studio, and it was really awesome. They had like their own bar, and you could BYOB. And uh, my coworkers came to it one time, and uh, and you know it was a great show. We had a great turnout. And there's uh, this movie theater in Brookline, uh, because you probably know it, uh, the Coolidge Corner movie yeah. theater. Yeah, uh, Mason, check it out sometime if you like. Yeah, they, they show like a lot of old B movies, John Carpenter movies. I think like I saw um, Coulter. Wal- do they do live music there? Once in a blue moon, yeah. Because uh, I think is that a classic movie theater? It's yes, like a, yes. a, the, um, yeah. a um, yeah. They do a lot of throwbacks. And so, well, I mean, as far the building itself, it's historic, is what it's I mean. Been there since the thirties. So yeah. I saw Coulter Wall there. Okay. Yeah, who's and, uh, amazing. And uh, I think they were 
and every Friday and Saturday they do like a midnight showing of like an old school horror movie. And one okay. of my, my coworkers went to see uh, I think the original Friday the Thirteenth there like a few months later. And if you ever go to the movies there on like those midnight showings, you know it's like it's a party. Everyone's hammered. Oh, like, cool! You know, just, Is it you know, BYOB or no, no? But I mean, there's bars like you know right next door, yeah. and everyone's yeah, yeah. clearly been pre-gaming. And my buddy uh, from work said Brandon was there because Brandon's one of those people if you've seen once you're gonna remember for years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brandon's not some like you know just guy that you're like oh you know like. If Brandon, like, was a felon, you know, he, a composite artist would get him like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, oh, the guy with the long hair and the pink, the pink polka dot hat. I like when he dresses like uh, what you would think Saved by the Bell would look like as a person. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my coworker comes into work and he goes, yeah, your buddy from that naughty show uh, was, uh, was yelling uh, and, and just uh, at, at Jason Voorhees and then just, like, and the whole crowd, like, riled up. Right. I told Brandon oh. and he had this look like, you know... He, He's like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, be- just beaming with pride. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, your friend from the naughty show. That's too. Yeah, yeah, I remember he said him saying that. Hey, know. do you smoke weed? I forget. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, usually just at home. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 that's the same answer Brandon had. Yeah. I, yeah. I go, do you want to smoke? And he was like, I do it more of a solo thing. Oh, yeah. That's I was like, oh. about you. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's weird because and and my lady has uh, asthma, so she'll like take an edible and then I just hit the vape. But, hey, I got uh, some. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's what I'm uh, writing in quarantine. Anyways, <laughs> that's all, dude. I mean, I think that's great, man. I just have. I just have a bunch of, I have, I keep putting stuff in my notes. Mm -hmm. I got a ton of ideas and premises. Mm -hmm. I just find it hard to come up with a punchline. Sure. Um, Yeah. I was going to say, part of having a, a, like we said, like a well-developed style is you, not everyone writes jokes the same, I assume. And -hmm. you have, by now, I guess, a familiar way that you're like, when you come up with a premise and you're like, oh, there's some gold here. Mm -hmm. I know what I need to do to take it to where it needs to go, even if I don't know what the punchline's going to be. I need, mm-hmm. I, I kind of know, like, my process. Yeah, um, absolutely. It, but the the problem is, you know, especially, again, during quarantine, it's like, you know, what I think is funny in my head, uh, you know, some, you know, is, it doesn't always apply. And also, yeah, I have that, too. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I have a very, you know, I mean... Nothing makes me laugh harder than Norm MacDonald telling a street joke on Conan's couch. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, have you ever watched those clips of Norm MacDonald on Conan? He's the he, best. And he tells these jokes that, you know, like your grandfather did. He's like, the best, that's yeah. That's what makes me And he laugh says harder. it like a goddamn Civil War fucking exactly. veteran. Oh, dude, yeah. my wife Andy, is a real battle axe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andy Richter, the sweetest jerk. Uh, yeah, when he just zings Andy yeah, Richter. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes me laugh harder than that. So, so funny. So, yeah, uh, again, my, my sense of humor is a little odd. And then... Also, the com- you know the comics I'm close with and like to write with sometimes they'll be like yeah that's funny but it's like oh yeah this is so and so and they got three screws loose so it's like, right you know uh, without throwing any of my dear friends under the bus but, yeah. yeah I'm not gonna listen to what Brandon Valley says about my good material do you do you like um do, when you you say you have friends that you write with do you got how does that work do you guys sit and just bounce ideas off each other yeah, or it looks like pretty much literally like this you know just cool. be like you do you do a premise you do a premise you do a premise and we'll just rotate and hell just yeah throw in uh, our two cents yeah. why you guys are just drinking and hanging out uh i usually like to just have coffee you know oh cool yeah i uh 
As much as I love to drink, I don't. I don't like to drink, drink and write at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I I actually like to pour a, a, a nice old liquor drink if yeah. I'm gonna actually. Well, before quarantine, now yeah. I'm now <laughs> I'm just putting notes in my phone all day. Yeah. It, like I just if I find anything funny, I just put notes down. Yeah. But whenever it was normal times, mm-hmm. I would um. I would have like a good premise and I would come home if it was like a night that I wasn't going to go out or if mm-hmm. I would do it before I went out. I would uh, pour up like a, a nice fat rum and coke mm-hmm. and uh, try to, I don't know, it just, and I would obviously get high. You oh, get yeah. high when you write or? No, no. Really? You yeah. do it all completely sober. Do yeah, you, do you drink when you do comedy? I'm gonna, yeah, I'll have like a beer, maybe two sometimes before I go up, but it's not uh, like a must have crutch. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like. I, I'm not gonna lie and say I've never been on stage drunk. I definitely have, but yeah. it's not, you know, something I would say with any sense of pride. Not n- nothing I've ever intended to do, but you know, sometimes you know you got three shows on a Saturday, and you know that's like before and, you know it. And by the by the third set, it's like oh, you're on your, your sixth drink of the night. Right. And it's like oh, I didn't mean for it to go this <laughs> yeah. way. And, but, you know, but also the crowd is, you know, if you're at your third show, it's probably, you know, way after 10 anyway, so the crowd yeah, is probably... Yeah, right. Feeling, They're probably right there with <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. it's a level playing field. But, yeah, it's not something I would ever recommend to anyone. Um, yeah, and, and writing drunk... Yeah, like, yeah, you were, you were mentioning, yeah, maybe I'll punch something into the phone when I've been drinking, but... You know, sometimes you'll wake up the next day oh, and, and you're like, like, God, I'm I can, scared. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, I could never say that on stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you just don't even understand. Yeah, yeah I've had stuff where it's like just like three words and I'm like, that's funny because picturing you, like, yeah. when you were talking about pouring a liquor drink, I was like, oh, Mason gets in a suit, puts on a yeah. Miles Davis record, pours himself a gin and tonic, and <laughs> right. sits down, and yeah. like, starts writing. From my yeah. notebook. Nice and chill. I, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, uh, so many people have made that argument before, like, oh, Hemingway would write drunk and edit sober. It's like, yeah, this is the same guy that shot himself in the head. So <laughs> same with, like, Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, really. Like, that dude, like, wrote all those amazing books and uh, shit, yeah, or exactly. movies, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that works for While he was tripping acid and right. been on a bender for eight days. Right. But then again, he shot himself in the fucking head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can have five years of genius and death, or... <laughs> yeah. He actually, like, used to say, like, I'm gonna end up, I'm gonna end it all when this ride ends like he's like I'm gonna kill myself yeah Bukowski died in a gutter like yeah it's like, right yeah, yeah. yeah be careful yeah you know be careful with your role models so like, yeah. 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 yeah know the history right yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so d- did you have anything in particular no, no, you want to go ahead with what you're gonna say um so during during all this shit, do you are you a big fan of? Uh, I guess it didn't have to be during quarantine, but are you a fan of uh, comedy? Like as far as watching specials, or do you rarely watch? Because I know you're seven years in versus mm-hmm. where we're we're one and we mm-hmm. still. Uh, I mean, I I would say I listen to a lot of comedy more than I watch a lot of comedy. Like I, podcasts I, or specials. Uh, I, you know, I, I'll still do like Pandora or something like that, you know, and just shuffle it up. But, That's cool. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I like to. I, I have a, a pretty bad attention span sometimes. Uh, if you know, I still watch hours if it's you know my favorites. Uh, I watched. Uh, I watched uh, the new Jim Jeffries. You know, Loved it. Yeah, I've seen uh, it twice, but I also saw it live. That 
Oh, you were at the. I was. At, I went the, the night yeah. before they filmed it. Okay. It was so good. Um, that foie gras bit uh, is. I mean, I literally like fell off the. It was so funny because my my lady loves foie gras and she was like, "Yeah, we're never getting that again." <laughs> Dude, I is that the lo- the lotion thing? No, or, uh, about the geese neck. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. So my favorite part about that new special mm-hmm. is when he about thirty minutes in he mm-hmm. goes into the whole. Hey, he has to take a shit. Mm-hmm. I love. He went into like four different bits. So within that whole thirty minutes, the way he was weaving in. And yes, out. yeah, I um, love that. Yeah, uh, uh, who, who else is someone else? Is Bert Kreischer is pretty good at it, uh, but um, his newest Mal- special. Was, Mulaney's done it too. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that thing with the the fu- uh, if you see uh, Mulaney and the comeback kid when he's talking about the movie The that. Fugitive. Yeah, uh, so like, I've only seen it once. Uh, yeah, that Doctor Kimball's uh, yeah. Doctor Nichols accent, and yeah, he just keeps. Like, he'll do a joke, and then I'll talk about... And remember that part in The Fugitive? And then I'll do another joke. Oh, okay. Joke. And he's like, and that doctor really annoyed me, and then another joke. I find that so impressive. Yeah, there, there's, uh, yeah, there's a, a great rhythm to it. Uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, that Jim Jeffries was good. Um, uh, yeah, it's such a bummer, because soon we're just going to be tapped out of <laughs> new stuff. They're going to run out, yeah. You know, yeah. just going to have to, like, really, you know, yeah... Go for like, uh, hey, I never heard of, got into so and so from Chicago who has a pan, who has a you know a Spotify album. I was telling Mason right before we started that the uh, my mom's Brazilian. Uh The Brazilian the Brazilian stand up scene in the last year has exploded. Really crazy, yeah. And so all these guys and gals. Mm Lots, lots of very successful women in comedy. Mason, I keep having to remind. It's official. Uh, it's official position of the high noon pod that we support women in comedy. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of Brazilians. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. We're editing it out. <laughs> anyway, they all they all started blowing up, and they filmed specials in right January, February, March, and they're all dropping on Netflix now. But then Brazil had more spikes even than we had hmm. in yeah, COVID. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, so there's yeah. people that had specials scheduled for like July and August that just aren't happening. Right. But um, those those for now are keeping me sustained. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, and then, you know, going to yeah revisit uh, old ones too. Yeah, you know, Norm's one of my favorites. Oh, like, Hitler's Dog is hilarious. Yeah, anything uh, Norm, Norm does, I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll go watch him, you know, bombing on Weekend Update from back in the day. Oh, but yeah, he's so good. Jokes. You know, I, I don't know if you know this, but uh, I hung out with Norm MacDonald for about an hour and a half backstage at the Wilbur. Did you tell me this? Uh, I guarantee you I told you this because <laughs> yeah. I told everybody. Oh, no kidding. So I know Chance Langton on like a personal level. Like we're pretty good friends. We yeah, like talk Chance. about comedy all the time. Yeah. He's gave me such good advice. I think he's a, a, a wonderful guy and comedian. And uh, I actually love going back and finding his night at the improv sets. Uh-huh. He's got a couple of those on mm-hmm. there. But he also has some stuff from Stitches that are on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, he... Uh, got uh, himself uh, backstage passes and two free tickets for Norm. And we had, my wife and I had already bought our tickets. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, yeah, like, let's just, let's go together, you know? Like, well, I'll see you there. And he's like, do you want to, you want to use the other backstage pass? Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, is a pig's pussy pork? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Where so do Arkansas people come up with this <laughs> shit? <Jesus. laughs> so, so we get there and uh, we watch a set. He ends up doing probably... Dude, I think he did an hour and 40 minutes. I mean, my wife fell asleep during it. 
like during his set, falls asleep while me and my other friends that had tickets are just dying. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. The show clears out, and I meet Chance, and uh, we go backstage, and it, I, all I hear is, "Hey, Chance, how you doing?" <laughs> yeah. And we get back there, and he's it's it's Norm McDonald, and yeah. I'm like, "Holy fucking shit, man!" Mm-hmm. And I just sat there for an hour and a half. I think I maybe said three things through the whole... Because I'm just in awe at watching them talk about comedy and all this. My wife fell asleep in the green room uh, while we're sitting there with this fucking legend. And You're really they, going for the hard sell and here. And then there's like a... How many times, Gary? There was like a... Well, because there's a funny part to it. Then there's like a news reporter in there from the Boston Globe or some shit. And uh, he takes a rip off my uh, vape pen, my, my THC pen, mm-hmm. and just uh, we're hanging out. And Carrie just raises up and goes, Norm, do you want to come over? Because <laughs> <laughs> wow. she was like ready to go. She's right. like just ready to go. And I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> he didn't even notice. But wow. it was so cool because uh, he never turns it off. Yeah, like that, that what we saw on it, stage... Yeah. Seemed to be just him. His cadence. Oh, it was a blast, dude. Yeah. Like, it was so cool, man. And he was really cool and nice. And, like, uh, I, one of the things I said, I referenced one of his jokes in his specials about Big Acid. Mm-hmm. And he, like, laughed mm-hmm. and then goes, ah. Like, like he, for, it took him a minute to realize that I was referencing right. his joke. Yeah. But uh, it was so cool, dude. Yeah. Well, what? That, that, that's the thing about his cadence. It, uh, I, I could listen to him, you know, read, you know, the phone book. All day. You know, and All that, day. I like, find him hilarious. Like, you watch that, that Saget roast when he throws his set. Like, uh, oh. And, ju- and just goes off the cuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, no. Uh, I sag- vaguely remember. The Saget roast, he, he throws his set. Like, he intentionally, you know, just eats shit. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. It's almost like that. It's on a. Much, I don't want to compare it to the Burr Philly thing, but like on a much <laughs> smaller scale, the crowd after a minute, they they kind of their wheel starts spinning. They're like, "Oh, I see what you're doing here." And they kind of warm up to it. Right. Uh, I mean, I'll never compare it to the Burr Philly thing, but it's it, the principle of that. Like the crowd at first is like, "Oh, fuck you," but then after a minute, they're like, "Oh, all right, I see what you're doing." <laughs> Dude, he is so funny, man. Yeah. He, he's. Top three for me. Yeah. yeah I fucking I love that guy. Yeah, he's definitely top three. Uh, I hate, you know, I hate that there's never been any more of those. Uh, you know, he had Norm MacDonald has a show on Netflix. Yes. Um, I wish they, with that Adam Egit yeah. from the comedy store. One thing. Um, I wish they'd do that. I haven't again. checked in a while. Maybe I'll check again to see if it ever streamed anywhere. I don't know if you remember. ABC, he had a sitcom on ABC for like two seasons. What was it? It was just called The Norm Show. It was like a sitcom loosely based on his life. And Artie Lang was like in Dirty Work. His, his I did not see it, no. This is literally right before Artie took second chair on Howard Stern. Okay. Um, and, you know, it, it's like one of those cult shows, like like almost uh, on a lesser scale than news radio. But like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like it, is it, it, didn't it can you find ratings. it still? So I haven't checked in so long. I'm sure uh, if you dig hard enough, there's some way to access it. Because I have found on Amazon, you got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But he had a show that was right before the Norm Macdonald has a show or whatever right. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And Jim Carrey's on there. Like, yeah. he, like, it's just an interview show. So this wasn't the sports one? or I don't think so. This was the same thing as Norm Macdonald has a show. Oh, okay. But it, it was called the one with the big TV screen behind them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, okay. it, but it was just like an interview show. Yeah. And like Jim, or, uh, Jim Carrey was on there talking about 
uh, how Christmas was made from your serotonin dripping on your spine. I don't think I ever saw that. Oh, dude, it's pretty... It was when Jim Carrey was going through that whole thing about... uh, what is real? Yeah, like, yeah. remember when he was kind of trolling yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and saying that um, nothing's real? Like, yeah. we're all living in this. It's like that Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when like yeah, that. same thing. Yeah. And uh, isn't it funny when when people when comedians especially do something like that publicly? Like when Tom Segura was on um, some morning show and he mm-hmm. came out in a fl- a fur yep. jacket, d- dressed like this big pimp rapper, basically, yep. and was like, "Yeah, I, I think this is a good opportunity to let everyone know that I'm coming out as non-binary." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> what? Do you listen to your mom's house at all? No, no, no. I don't. I, I love Tom Segura's. Like, uh, actually, is yeah. If you're talking about Netflix specials, he's one. You know, oh, he's one of my favorites. Well, you talk about good storytelling. He's, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? so good. His, mostly stories is his, one of my uh, favorite specials ever. His Mike Tyson stories. Uh, That's on mostly stories. Uh, yeah. It, well, because he tells it, and then in the next special, he finishes the story. Is that correct? But um, do you do you listen to a lot of podcasts or? Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, some. You know, but I mean, there's no one I listen to religiously. I think I'm, I'm like you a lot, and then I have a pretty short attention span. Like yeah, it. Um, I listen to for more the guest than the host. I would say, like, I would say on consistency, I still listen to Marin the most. Uh, just, oh, okay. Hey, I love Marin. Um. I loved his new special. I've, yeah, I've always had a weird thing about Marin. He's my favorite comic that I don't belly laugh at. Like I agree. Yeah, I listen yeah, yeah. to every special he drops, and I love his uh, the arc of his stories and the idea of his stories. I listen to him like I listen to The Clash. Like you know, I'm like uh, nodding my head along, kind of like fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's very few American comics that make the whole "I'm the smartest person in the room" thing yeah. seem agreeable. Yeah, um, yeah, it, he's he's got the you know I can be smug but empathetic at the yeah, same time. Definitely. Yeah, it's a hard yeah, muscle to yeah work. Uh, uh, hard. Yeah. Uh, Did you watch to... the new special where I, he's sitting I started, now? I started some of it. It's yeah. really funny. Yeah, um, but like you said, there's no none of it made me laugh out loud. Right. He he know, he, he makes me chuckle a shit ton uh-huh, he's like never, he's never made me like you know yeah like norm you know where i'm just like literally gasping <laughs> yeah and, yeah right but yeah there's something about yeah what he says and uh and, and he's got these like he's i don't think he's like a pen to paper type you know guy like he uh he has this great thing like again it's it's a bit that i've never like belly laughed uh to but i think about it all the time it's like the, it, it, he's like it, the worst time like it's depression sucks the most when you're driving because it's like you know I wish I was dead but I still gotta get this two ton piece of metal back to like, <laughs> home like, I think about that all like anytime I'm in a bad mood driving I'm like oh fuck I, I'm still responsible for yeah right my life and the life of everyone around me right I kind of wish wait, I was wait what dead do you do to, for a living me uh I work for uh, like a healthcare company, uh, like uh, a tech-based healthcare company. So, I'm... so you've been working from home this whole time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, I've been very lucky and fortunate to yeah. to be in a position where hasn't I, affected I your work really. No, no. Uh, some of the it's affected the nature of what I'm doing while I'm at work. You know, because a lot of. Uh, the people we uh, work with are, you know, obviously going into hard times right now and, and so forth. So, uh, yeah, you know, it, it affects what we do and you know, there's a lot of awkward and unpleasant conversations. But, yeah, it's still the same. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I've, I've been the same way where I've uh, 
I've been able to work through quarantine, but it's completely changed. They did they pulled the whole like learn how to code thing on mm. me. It's like I'm not gonna learn. What that. do you do exactly? I work in uh, tech-based healthcare as well. I, I oh work no shit! In a lab down at the Longwood area. Oh no kidding! Yeah yeah yeah. So oh. we probably work with you on some level. But, oh yeah. Oh yeah. no! If you're working in like labs or something like yeah, that. Yeah yeah I do oh, like yeah. microbiology. Oh no shit! Yeah. So. Oh damn. Yeah. Yeah. So it's along the same lines. Yeah. Pretty but, much guarantee we we've uh, worked. Hey, Carrie. What's up? Stop meeting like this. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good. Thank you. I was gonna ask you though, um, your fiance. Yes. Now, obviously, I'm sure she's supportive of comedy, and is it is it insofar as she likes it and it's your thing, mm-hmm. or? She has a sense of humor and is a and is a comedy fan or a mixture of both maybe. Uh yeah no uh yeah she uh yeah we, we'll we'll go to shows together. Um, she'll yeah she she definitely won't come to just any show. She'll she'll be like all right well uh, who else on the lineup and you got new material. <laughs> yeah. Like stays yeah. away from the mic. She's very fa- oh, uh, familiar yeah. with everything <laughs> you have at this point. For the most part, yeah. yeah. And uh, and she's been, you know, we've been together long enough to, you know, there's certain comics she likes in Boston and, you know. Hey, so, by the way, yeah. Carrie likes your comedy. Oh, thank yeah, you, Carrie. Big Chris, Chris Post fan. We talked she about always, this she's, uh, she's seen you a few times. Oh, thank you, Carrie. I appreciate uh, that. She likes when, uh, when you go up and you're doing that stuff about drugs and you say, we know, Mason, you've done meth. No, you like I mean, you know, how many other Boston comics have done math? Yeah, you know, fucking so. pussies. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, coke, coke's the easy way. Yeah, right? yeah, and the coke they're doing isn't even really coke, right. so. Stepped on Arm and Hammer. <laughs> yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm part of this, too. No, we, but just, that, we, we just sucked on battery acid, yeah, bitch. Yeah, right. <laughs> Over here licking batteries and snorting fucking baking soda. <laughs> Drinking pool water and eating dryer sheets. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that is funny that you say that because uh, it's the wives do uh, notice who they who they do like and who they don't. Oh, like. absolutely. That's hilarious. Yeah. Muddy Lean will ask me every time who's on, and, yeah. and for times that I don't know who's on, who mm-hmm. else is on, I'll make it up and say all the people that I know she likes. Mm-hmm. So right. She'll come yeah. Do uh, she'll so she was still sorted down because she would be bored. Mm-hmm. Obviously, before Rona times. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, uh, "Can I can I come tonight?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm only doing a mic or or two mics." Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, "I'll still go." I'm like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I know it's like I barely want to be yeah, there. Are you yeah. sure you want to? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like I'm only going because I'm I like got a guy. You know, I'm working Gotta on. Gotta put something. the reps in. Are yeah. you sure you want to go? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> this isn't uh, the beer. Beer's not uh, for socializing. It's my reward. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Man, but, that's so funny though that that uh, you say that. Yeah. <laughs> they really they go. No, I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, and and also yeah, uh, you know, you working out new shit. It's like yeah, well, yeah, it's right. Like, I, you know, I, I you know, ha, ha, Lauren wife, knows all my cocaine material. Uh, has has she ever asked you to uh, like? Has she ever invited her friends to come see you do comedy? Yeah, uh, definitely, and uh, I, I like it that way. Uh, 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 yeah, well, I have that happen too, mm-hmm. but has she ever been like, they've came before, don't do that set? Hmm. Oh, that's funny. Because she doesn't, she, yeah. it It took a while to, to be like, Carrie, I mean, it's really all I got. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because if it's a show, yeah. I've, got, I've got three, five minutes that I can pick from. Sure. And I, and, and you know... 
they've been to five shows, they've definitely seen it all. Yeah. I'm not going to adjust it. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think I've ever been asked that yeah. specifically. But She's been my, like, can you not do the porn stuff? In my head, I would want to remember what I did the time prior. Uh-huh. Or so I've definitely had that with coworkers before too. Yeah, um, yeah you know, because uh, coworkers even more so. I think because it's like you know my boss is younger than me. It's like, hey, this is why I'm not farther ahead in my age. Yeah, yeah right. Because so, I'm good yeah. as fuck. So you know, when when your coworkers come, you really want to blow the roof off. You right. Know? It's like, right. yeah, this is why. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. You know, I haven't been promoted in three years. <laughs> right. So, at okay. this at this new job that I'm at, I wanted to not tell anybody yet because I noticed at my last job because mm-hmm. I started doing comedy at my last company. Mm-hmm. What and I told my foreman about it, and then I started started talking to other people about it, and then next thing I know, everyone wants to talk about, hey, hey, you can put that in your act. Yep. And I get so sick of hearing you can use that. Or hey. in your in your skit. Yeah, yeah. You want to use that in your skit? Oh, hey, no. use that on stage. That's yep. funny. And it's like, dude, that's not funny. That's one thing that was funny right now. Mm-hmm. That's not a joke. And uh, <laughs> and it's funny because yeah, at work I usually just want to go in and get out and, and and I'm not the funny guy at work at all. I'm not oh, even. Yeah. You know, people will banter on you know calls and you know we have a. Uh, do you guys, uh, do you guys have teams that Microsoft thing? It's it's like yeah. yeah it's well, like, I work in a metal fab shop. Yeah. So so it's like a group IM basically, or yeah. a chat. You know, it's like a group text, but on your monitor basically. And 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 yeah, I never say anything witty on those things. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you know, I've been making a conscious I want to be conscious yeah. effort at this job to not tell one person that I do comedy. Yeah, That's I got a, I got outed at mine. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It when I started. Uh, um, a guy, so at the old comedy studio, because uh, Rick didn't own the old comedy studio, he rented it. Was it was a so, rental thing. So yeah. we had to help, you know, break it down and clean up at the end uh, of the night. And so The comics? Oh, uh, so the newer comics. You know, it was like a pay your dues, rite of passage sure. kind of thing. So I was, uh, when I was about uh, two years in, uh, I was still on, you know, chair, not not chair duty or anything, but, you know, Rick, Rick, Rick has always been good to me. So, yeah, I, w- I was always one of the people that helped out. Yeah, you were doing the studio a lot right before this. Yeah, yeah. It's, I feel uh, like you were doing a lot of weekends. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, yeah, I've always, uh, you know, been... I love that place. received over there. Yeah, me too. Love that love place. very much. Uh, and... Uh, one of the guys from uh, from my office uh, w- was there, and he saw me putting up chairs, and he goes, Chris, what are you doing here? We, and he jokes around, like, we don't pay you enough. And I was, like, you know, my, you know, uh, like, concerned. Like, he'd tell people at work, like, oh, he's got another job or something like that, because sometimes my job will require outside of nine to five, like, hours. And yeah, right. And I was like, no, I, I, I perform here. So, And lo and behold, I go in that Monday. There you and go. Words already gotten around. Yeah. And, oh, God. and when can we come see you? And oh, yeah. The whole nine. Yeah, and, right. And, and so yeah. rather than like run from it, it was like, look, you know, like, you know, it's like no one's good. Like, you know, for the most part, the people I work with are chill and, you know, like, you know, 
it's a pr- pretty progressive company, so it's like, yeah, I, I, I do my acts. Yeah, right. I, I don't, you know, filter anything. And, that's you know, nice. That's fine. Yeah. What's your family uh, and like when you go to re- like um, get-togethers? Do yeah. you have family members that want to tell you stuff you can use for your act? Uh, <laughs> they'll occasionally say something like, uh, "You, you want to use that in your act?" I mean, my, my family heavily inspires, definitely. Uh, yeah, of yeah. course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they were. were they, I, mean, I, I, um, I know your mom uh, and a bunch of your family members came to Nick's. Uh, th- that was uh, Lauren's family. None of my family came. Well, that's awesome because I have my. My in-laws support my comedy more than well. They're in Arkansas, but yeah, yeah. Uh, no, my, uh, I got mine, the same situation. Mine too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my my in-laws to be live in Hartford, and they're they're more supportive than my local yeah. family. So. <laughs> my mom's way of being supportive is she'll send me like a link to a writing position for a Catholic newspaper down in North Carolina. And, sh- and if for the first couple months, I was, like, fucking pissed off about it. But then I was like, oh, this is her way of being, like, I'm trying to support your creative endeavors. Well, right. that's better than a law school application. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. yeah, Or med school or something like that. Yeah. It was funny when you were talking earlier about being outed and in reference to the uh, the hot dog show. Shout out Sean Connolly. Mm. It was one of the earlier shows I have ever been booked on. Mm. And it also happened to be the last day... That at my old company mm-hmm. out in Worcester. I worked in Worcester when I first moved. Oh, no kidding. And uh, my, it was the Christmas party, dude, mm-hmm. at the old company. And, and I had posted on my Instagram story, and all my coworkers showed up fucked up. Yeah. To the hot dog show and ruined it. I mean, ruined it. Beyond. How fucked up do your coworkers have to be to fuck up a Worcester bar show? Dude, hot dog it, it was so bad at one point that Sean was literally uh, texting Maraid yeah. during it and he accidentally sent the text to me oh, and it no. was like, uh, all these people that know Vickers came and they're drunk as fuck and it's ruining the show and I, oh, wow. and I replied I was like I know man I'm so sorry I'm mortified because I was like I was so grateful to have the show it was like one of my first ones ever and he was yeah. like oh my bad that was from a raid yeah. <laughs> so we have, luckily Sean's uh, one of the nicest guys oh yeah we have a good laugh about it he's, yeah. he's the sweetest but yeah, he's it was like I, I got outed too and then so I went to the new company over in Longwood like we were talking about yeah Mum's the word, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's how I've been going about this one. Yeah, good idea. It's uh, yeah. If I left my company, I would take down uh, my website, all YouTube content. <laughs> I would, I would probably, yeah, I, I would definitely, yeah, just go under the radar. Yeah, you're in witness protection now at yeah. a new company. <laughs> I, I, I really think, yeah, I, I totally would. Comedy yeah. protection, yeah. undercover comedian. Yep. Also that could be a movie. Pride. Undercover comic. Yep. <laughs> dude. Hell yeah. Well. I actually downloaded a night a good song to go out on because I know me and you have similar music tastes. Yep. So uh, thank you guys for listening, uh, Chris. Do you want to? Uh, what's your Instagram? Oh, uh, Poster Boy of Nothing and Twitter that Chris Post. And I don't assume you have anything, no shows or nothing. Right? <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> not, right. not at the moment. Uh, and you can follow the podcast uh, on Instagram at High Noon underscore Pod. And I'm at Mason E. Smith. And I'm at O underscore Hubba Hubba. And uh, enjoy uh, a little bit of Pantera. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, guys.